The interviews and discussions on this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decisions. Hello, I'm your host, Peter Strachan. Stockhead's Rockyarn is delighted to be in conversation with the Chief Financial Officer at Altec Batteries, Mr. Martin Stein. Altec is an innovator in long duration energy storage technologies. It is building a prototype 60 kilowatt hour solid state sodium chloride Serenergy battery pack ahead of providing one megawatt hour grid packs as a commercial offering while also following definitive feasibility study to commercialise its Salumina anode, offering enhanced anode performance for lithium-ion batteries with a planned initial 8,000 tonne per annum facility in Germany. Martin, please add to my brief description, but let's start with Altec's Salumina anode technology business, where Altec retains a 75% interest after finalising sale of 25% to a German partner. Firstly, who is the partner in Saxony and how is funding being shared as Altec progresses plans to establish a demonstration prototype? Thanks, Peter. So the Salumina Anodes project is held in a subsidiary company of which Altec Batteries Limited has 75%. The other 25% is held by a Frankfurt-listed German domiciled and incorporated company called Altec Advanced Materials. And the funding for the Salumina Anodes project is contributed in the same ratio of the ownership. So 75% of the funding comes from Altec batteries, 25% of the funding comes from Altec Advanced Materials and any profit from this relationship will be shared in the same ratio. That's very simple. So Martin, can you just outline how the silica high purity alumina graphite anode performs relative to the existing technology and also ATC's intellectual property surrounding this technology? So at the moment, Graphite is the anode of choice for lithium-ion batteries, but the industry recognises that silicon, with its additional capacity, it has 10 times more capacity than graphite. The industry recognises that silicon is the most promising anode material, but there's an inherent problem in silicon in that it is so reactive that by itself, Uh, it will swell and it will crack and it's not suitable. So the industry is trying to solve this problem and it's a very lucrative prize for whoever can do it. And what Altec Batteries is doing, it it has a patented process by which it puts a very, very thin nanometer layer of high-purity alumina around the silicon and that encapsulates the silicon. It stops the swelling and the cracking problems. Uh, It allows the lithium to lithiate, and it's going to increase the capacity of lithium-ion batteries by doing so. Now, this Salumina Anodes product is registered trademark, and we also have patents over this product yeah, well, it's, it seems like you've cracked the code there, Martin, with this technology, and it's also going to be a much higher energy density and faster to charge, I understand. Well, 
Much higher density, as I mentioned, 10 times the capacity. So if we can get this product to market, uh, there's a huge potential there. It could be very lucrative as the EV market is growing, as everyone knows, exponentially around the world. So we're racing to get this Salumina Anodes product to market. Now, what we're doing is we are finalising construction of a pilot plant that is being built in Saxony in Germany. That will produce 120 kilograms per day of the Salumina Anodes product, which we will then provide to potential customers for their own testing uh, in their own products. We already have several non-disclosure agreements in place with prominent European and North American car manufacturers. Their household names, unfortunately, under the confidentiality of the NDAs. I can't disclose who they are, but they're very, very well known. As soon as we get the pilot plant commissioned, we'll, we will provide this product to them and they will uh, do their own testing. And out of that, what we're aiming to get is offtake. So that's fantastic uh, program. Now you've done a definitive feasibility study, uh, estimates around an 8,000 tonne per annum anode plant, what are the basic parameters and what are the outputs, the major sort of bottom lines for that DFS? Yeah, we finalised that and we released the results in December of last year. Now, it came back with some very pleasing economics. So we've got a net present value at 10% discount rate of 684 million euros. We have an internal rate of return of 34%. We have a payback period on capital of, of very quick 2.4 years and we have free cash flow per annum generated from the plant of uh, 105 million euros per annum. So we think we've got a viable economic project here. Like I said, we will get the product to end customers for testing. We can get an offtake agreement out of that and then move towards financing construction of the plant. So when, when do you hope to have product actually in the hands of potential customers for them to do the test work? Pretty soon. I mean, the finalisation of commissioning of the pilot plant uh, and construction of that is underway. So uh, without any unforeseen problems arising, we think we could have that commissioned in the first half of this year and product out to the customers. So that uh, cash flow per annum is pretty attractive when you compare that, for instance, to your current market capitalization what is the capitalization as we're speaking Martin? it's 110 million dollars australian as of today so yeah that in euros it's about, you know it's it's quite a bit more even on an annual basis so that's going to be exciting to uh, through uh, 24 and into 25 to see the uptake of this technology uh, we know the target markets that's for mobile equipment and so will you be looking when you commercialise this, will you be looking to licence the production of it or to produce it yourself and to sell it to customers? Look, we'll be looking to produce it ourselves and sell it to the customers. That's the strategy. So that's where the DFS for the 8,000 tonne per annum plant comes into play. We already have the land. We have 14 hectares of land in the state of Saxony in Germany, earmarked, uh, paid for and already purchased, which we aim to build the full-scale plant on, and then from that facility, we'll be providing the product to the customers. So the solid-state sodium chloride battery technology is actually targeting the long-duration 
energy storage to back up intermittent power generation from wind and solar. Quite, I mean, similar to your lithium-ion battery technology, but not a mobile uh, power. It's, it's stationary power uh, storage from intermittent uh, generation. Can you tell the listener a little bit more about this um, Serenergy technology? Yeah, so how I like to explain it, because uh, I think a lot of uh, retail investors can understand this concept. It's very, very similar to the concept of solar power that a lot of people have got on their residential properties, right? So they have the solar panels on the roof. They produce solar power electricity during the daylight hours, but it doesn't produce it at nighttime. So what a lot of people are looking to do is to put a battery onto their residential solar power so that it can store the surplus during the day and then their house can use it at night time when the solar power is not being produced. Now that is exactly the same concept of what is happening with utility grade, uh, utility scale solar power and wind power production around the world. So the scale up of the production of the renewable energy has happened and is continuing to happen. The next stage in the story is to have massive uh, sea container sized batteries attached to the grid so that the surplus energy from solar and wind can be put into those batteries when it's being produced but not used, returned to the grid at a later time when it's required but the energy is not being produced. So that, that's right, Martin, because at the moment there's uh, too much power in the middle of the day many of the times and that power is just wasted. It's curtailed and unless you can store it, um, you know, in, or it's costing the generator, um, you know, $40, $50, $60 a kilowatt hour, a megawatt hour to put it into the, into the grid. So if you've got a battery like uh, the one that Altec's uh, developing, you could be paid to pump it up during the day. Yeah, I mean, there's an opportunity there for financial arbitrage to happen on the energy. So um, there's places in Europe that utility energy providers are paying customers to take the electricity that's in surplus at certain times of the day. And even worse, you've got places like Germany, which is producing so much renewable energy that the grid can't handle and it's got nowhere to store it at the moment. It's pumping it back into the ground. Now, Germany's losing about 2 million euros per annum in this process of surplus renewable energy that they've got nowhere to put it and no one's using it, just literally pumping it into the ground. The state of California is doing the same thing to the, to the tune of 3 billion US per annum. So there's a real salute, there's a real problem there that the world needs a solution for. Yeah. So the Serenergy battery is a an interesting one. It's a solid state sodium chloride, so effectively table salt, and it works at a high temperature. Now, I know you're not a technical guy, but is there any way you can just explain this to the listener? Yes, I hope so. I'll try and do my best. So what we're talking about is salt technology. So we use common table salt, sodium chloride, which is you know around the world in abundance and very, very cheap. Um, unlike lithium-ion batteries, which are using lithium, copper, cobalt, graphite, and manganese, uh, materials like that that are costly and have supply chain issues. Our battery uses sodium chloride salt technology and also nickel. 
So there in itself is a big advantage in that we're not um, reliant on the supply chain and the cost, but also our technology is solid state, unlike the lithium batteries, which have a liquid electrolyte. And the difference there is that you're seeing the lithium ion batteries catching on fire because of the thermal runaway problems that the liquid electrolyte is, ha is having. Um, and that's what's causing these fire and explosions. Now, we've gone to a solid state technology which cuts out the liquid electrolyte and we don't have any thermal runaway and we don't have any temperature problems and the Serenergy battery is completely fire and explosion proof because of those reasons. Yeah, so it operates in a wide temperature range, you know, so, you know sub-zero up to 50 degrees, whereas the uh, lithium iron battery really starts to deteriorate if you get above about 26 degrees Celsius. What sort of intellectual property does the company have over this uh, technology, Martin? So our joint venture in the Serenergy project is a or is the German Research and Development Institute owned by the German government. They're called Fraunhofer. Now, I'm really excited to have them as the joint venture partners because they've got a very extensive network in Germany. They've got about 30,000 employees, some of the world's best scientists, battery experts and engineers, and they've developed this Serenergy technology over the last eight years in their facilities in Germany. Uh, and they've got the battery R&D done, they've got the testing done, and now Altec's come into the picture as a joint venture partner to take it to the next stage, which is out of the R&D setting, and let's commercialise in the first instance a 120 megawatt hour plant that we're aiming to build on our land in Germany. Uh, and we have the worldwide rights of production, distribution and sales over this technology. And Fraunhofer has done the patents over this technology themselves. So what's the next step there is to uh, get the funds together to, to put up this demonstration plant. Is that the way it's working with Serenergy? Yes, so we're finalising the DFS. We hope to have that finished soon. Uh, in the background of that, we're also in advanced offtake negotiations with two major German utility providers that have expressed interest in taking the product. And we're also advancing permitting and licensing within Germany with the local regulatory bodies. So we, we're playing this a bit like a chess game. We hope to have the DFS finished, the permitting done pretty quickly and, and the offtake done. And then we can use all of that information to raise the finance, to construct the plant. And also we're also applying for federal state grants and subsidies and having Fraunhofer, which is the German Government Research Institute as our joint venture partner, we think holds us in very good stead to receive grants and subsidies to assist in financing this project. Yeah, it certainly doesn't hurt having certainly doesn't hurt having a, a backer like that. And I, I was going to ask you, Martin, you following your recent announcements, the company's recent announcements about these uh, funding options, you've listed uh, a, a quite a long list of of uh, grants and areas. Can you just give the listener an update on the funding plans and options on these multiple fronts? You've spoken about various government grants and so forth. Well, Germany being the innovative hub that it is, really sees uh, renewable energy as part of its economic future. So 
they're very supportive of this industry and see it as a very big part of their country going forward. So they're doing anything that they can to try and get projects up and running to support their local industry and to support their economy. So like I say, we've applied for the local state and federal grants. Also with the European Investment Bank, we've applied with them. And at this stage, we're very optimistic about it. Once we have the DFS finished, that will advance these grants and subsidies and we'll be able to move the process even further forward. But in the background to the DFS, we're advancing it as far and as quickly as we can possibly do. Yeah. So at what scale is it currently being operating? Just is that in a sort of laboratory at a, at a fairly small scale? Yeah. Fraunhof has got a pilot plant facility that they've spent about 25 million euros on, and that's producing working Serenity batteries in the five kilowatt and 10 kilowatt hour uh, module. So, you know. So it's there, people can see it in operation and it's it's not pie in the sky. And uh, yeah, so that's going to be, look, um, I think we've covered it pretty well, Martin. I'd just like to finish on say, um, what can investors look forward to from Altec over the coming six months? You pointed to a few things there on the horizon. It's going to be pretty interesting six months running up to July, August of this year. Yeah, look, I'm super excited about the year ahead because I think things could slot into place pretty quickly if all goes to plan. So, you know, the grid storage battery market is growing at 28% compound annual growth rate. It's a very lucrative niche market. We have a product here where we're looking to get the 120 megawatt hour plant up and running, prove the concept up to a commercial scale. But the real the real blue sky for this project, Peter, the Serenity project, is to take the technology and the product worldwide. Uh, and we're already looking at the North America market as being the next place to move. Uh, they're throwing around huge investment incentives for renewable and grid storage batteries. They've got the Inflation Reduction Act in place, which is really incentivizing investment in that area. So really exciting 12 months ahead of us. We can finalise the DFS. We can hopefully secure the offtake and all of the permitting and raise the finance. And if all goes to plan, we might be constructing a battery plant sometime this year. Well, that sounds fantastic, Martin. And I think with the uh, feasibility work that you're doing, it's going to be what will be a real kicker for the technology and the company is when you can demonstrate what the capital cost will be per you know, kilowatt hour or megawatt hour of uh, of uh, power storage so you know that that will be the uh, the litmus test for, for your uh, interested customers i'm sure yes it will be peter we agree all right martin well let's i think we've we've covered it brilliantly and i'm looking forward to having you back in again in july so that we can just tick off on all the things that we've uh, been speaking about today yeah real pleasure peter thanks for having me